0: This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Digital Health Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Chris Parabadi, CIO of Northeast Georgia Health System. Chris, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today.
1: Thank you, Laura. Uh, It's a pleasure to, to be on the podcast.
0: Now, I know we've got a lot to talk about, so many exciting things happening in health and technology right now, but before we dive into my questions, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background?
1: Sure. Uh, I uh, finished school in manufacturing and logistics, my bachelor's degree, uh, and then stumbled into IT and then subsequently healthcare. I've been in healthcare IT for 28 years, uh, doing a variety of things from merger and acquisition, uh, technology consolidation, implementation work, uh, also. Uh, activating hospitals, uh, doing uh, various projects, uh, which has been a passion of mine, uh, and then uh, expanding into more of a leadership capacity and then ultimately into the CIO role.
0: Got it, absolutely. So given your career and experience in the health IT space, you know, how has it evolved for you? What really have you noticed um, as being some of the most surprising things or, or ways that technology has really taken hold in the healthcare space?
1: Yeah, you know, it, healthcare is so interesting and healthcare IT as a spectrum of technology as a whole uh, is really unique, um, not only because of, uh the, the complexity of healthcare, but also the regulatory requirements and then the adoption of technology. I think we've, we've, we've crossed this path now where uh, healthcare organizations realize uh, and understand that, that technology is, is an incredible strategic asset. It's an enabling capability um, and it's a path to innovate Uh, your delivery system. And that that crosses both inpatient, outpatient, uh, pre- and post-acute care, um, all of the aspects of care delivery, and our communications and interactions with patients and families. One of the things that I think, um, as you look at at healthcare IT, and, and particularly as an architect and a technologist, is the transformation of technology and healthcare space from more of a a traditional uh, on-prem data center um, application delivery model to really a a cloud-enabled, multi-cloud-enabled architecture. And I think what this is going to do uh, is it's really going to take our technology delivery through a complete transformation. Um, It's going to remove a lot of the traditional barriers for data sharing, uh, for analytics, for business intelligence, for intelligence uh, predictive modeling, uh, and bring that um, in a very consumable manner into our daily operations. It will also help us uh, really create a more contemporary platform for communicating not just with patients and families, which is incredibly important, but to create a social ecosystem for us to care for patients in our community. Health systems are faced um, every day uh, with far more than just the clinical aspects of what a patient needs. They're often faced with social needs, um, those things that involve housing or um, food or or delivery or transportation, um, behavioral health items that that need to be addressed, uh, educational items. Those things today are delivered in a very fractured model. And by being able to uh, move to a more contemporary platform, we're able to create a a technology, a digital ecosystem, that'll allow us to connect um, all of those social services uh, into our overall healthcare delivery model, in in a way that doesn't cost an abundance of dollars. The the barrier in the past has been, well, it's too hard to do that, or it's going to take resources to do that. Um, a cloud to cloud architecture allows us to be nimble, and dynamic, uh, and scalable, and really tune our technology delivery towards the the different needs uh, in each of the communities that we serve.
0: Got it. Wow. And that sounds like so exciting just in terms of everything that you'll be able to do with the technology and the data um, and the automation and the ability to, uh, you know, have so much information for the patients and help with patient care as well as the patient experience. So it seems like there's just a lot to be excited about right now. And when you think about getting this all implemented into a perfect space. Um, what will that take from you as a leader of the health IT um, side of things in Northeast Georgia, you know, what will it take to make sure you have the right culture in place with your team so that as you're implementing these new things and putting this all in place, um, that it goes as smooth as possible.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, as you think about uh, the culture, uh, the resource needs and the strategy to execute on that, the culture is something that I think is very transferable. Um, we have focused, uh, particularly in the IT division, on how we work together uh, as a team. Our interdisciplinary work is super critical, and we have a lot of core values that we've really focused on, including building relationships, uh, how to interact with, with different teams, how to um, leverage diversity uh, to advance our, our creativity. So as you take that culture and you are building talent continuously and you're creating an environment that is about continuous learning, about uh, innovation, uh, and about discovery, then you can quickly transform and retool that team from maybe traditional uh, server architects or system engineers, database administrators and transform those into architects of what a cloud-to-cloud delivery model would look like. Um, That means that you've gotta be super clear about how are you gonna structure that environment. You're gonna be very deliberate uh, in your security posture in um, how you're gonna configure items uh, and, and lay out way in advance that architecture so that as you're scaling new systems in, you're able to, um, quickly, um, build those components, uh, in a very uniform and deliberate way. So I think that's going to be, um, the challenge ahead. I'm, I'm super excited, uh, because I think I've got the right team in place and it's because we've built the right culture. We've hired the right team members. Um, we have people who really have a passion to learn. And so they may be an expert, uh, today in in more traditional systems um, but they have the learning agility to make that transformation and 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 that's so critically important because while we're talking today about the transformation of how we deliver our core infrastructure and security uh, tomorrow it'll be something else and that's that's what's so exciting about about technology is is that evolution and the fact that it's continues to come at us uh, in an explosive way. And so our ability to learn and discover and, and design new solutions uh, is just a fascinating space for us to work in. And what's incredibly um, powerful in healthcare is that our technology delivery has the capability to touch every single patient in our system. And, and to do that uh, literally in, in a matter of seconds. So the decisions that we make um, touch our community in a very meaningful way.
0: Absolutely. That's, that's fascinating and, and really is so helpful to kind of picture and understand. Now, I'm wondering from your perspective, what aspects of healthcare are most primed for IT disruption right now?
1: You know, I, I think every hospital uh, system that I talk to is struggling with capacity and, and how do we care for um, larger populations, of aging populations, uh, and do so um, in the, the most effective, most respectful way that we possibly can. And that, that means that we've got to relook at our delivery. Uh, model, which has traditionally been in clinics or in hospitals or in surgery centers, and look for other ways to deliver that. Just one example of that is um, the concept of hospital at home, right? And so as a patient reaches a lower level of acuity uh, and can be treated from the home um, with, with appropriate care interactions then that's the best place for that patient to recover, and it frees up capacity for patients that are, have a higher degree of illness and really need those services that are more intensive in the hospital. There's hundreds of those examples, right? That's one. Another example is, um, you know, the ability to, to leverage video visits, and, and we do that very heavily here at, at Northeast Georgia, uh, and we'll continue to expand that as we see our consumers uh Really get excited about that, and really see that um, the accessibility, the personal touch that can be achieved, uh, and the quality um, of our video visits uh, are really a, an incredible experience.
0: That's amazing to hear. Thank you so much for going through that with us. It's you know so fascinating to think about how technology in the um, Virtual visits have really evolved over the past few years and, you know, now are just looking for and primed for a spot so that the, the experience becomes even better for providers and patients. I think the last question I have for you before we wrap up our discussion is, what are the top challenges that you're preparing for over the next two years? Huh.
1: The, you know, the top ten challenge uh, that I'm preparing for is the top challenge I've been working on uh, over the last year cybersecurity continues to be uh, top of mind um, how we um, secure our data uh, prevent uh, malicious attacks uh, you know at Northeast Georgia um, how we protect our patient information is paramount it's uh, it's mission critical and there's there's Really, no room for for failure, and that's that's an area that, that we continue to focus on. We have some really great partners; they're helping us uh, through that. I think that's another reason why um, cloud strategy really is um, the go-forward strategy to really start to mitigate um, both cyber threats uh, and and disasters, uh, because it's far more nimble. And uh, so that will be an area to focus on. I think the second area to, that we'll continue to focus on, as always, is building our team, uh, building talent. Uh, we want to create an environment where um, you can grow and you can learn and you can e- expand your, your horizon. Uh, at the same time, uh, we, we put our staff, in control of managing their work-life balance and determining how to manage that. And we, we make an environment where that's okay. And, that, you know, so focusing on your people and your, and your team, focusing on, you know, the big threats around security at two areas, um, there's probably a dozen more. Those are the two things that just instantly pop pop to the top of the list.
0: Absolutely. And I think, you know, looking at cybersecurity, looking at teams, those are obviously so important. Um, is there any type of skills or talent that you're trying to add to the team? Or is it just more of recruiting, um, you know, great people to fill the roles that you've had for um, the the past several years?
1: Yeah, I think... Um you know there's always certain skills that we need in particular areas Um, most often what we're trying to do is build those skills um, so that when we need them they're ready Uh, that's not always the case Um, and and so there are there are specific skills that we'll recruit for specific capabilities over time though those Needs will change, and so we really are looking for uh, individuals who have the ability to grow and learn with us, and so um, strong core values, um, strong discipline and desire to continuously learn um, and, and uh, aptitude to to pick up new things, I and mean, those, those are kind of hallmarks of effective IT people, um, probably effective people in, in a lot of areas. Um, but we're really recruiting for that, um, and we really start at our help desk. We have an amazing help desk. We have an amazing training team uh, as well, and those two teams tend to be our farm teams, and, and we have high degrees of turnover in those those two areas um, with um, also a high degree of retention within the organization. And so they're moving on to other activities or moving on um, to other roles, other experiences. And uh, that's just, you know, an example of, of our strategy um, that, you know, helps us with maybe what, what's immediately in front of our, uh, on our doorstep that we need to work on but also helps us be prepared for for the longer strategy, the the things that will come next.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Chris, for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a fascinating discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Laura. I really appreciate it. Uh, As you can tell, I get pretty passionate about this area, uh, but I just think it's uh, such an exciting space, and I look forward to sharing with you more about Uh, what we do and what we learn.